Pastor Henry Harder and the Renewal Singers, I welcome you to What's New. My name is Ed Peters. We continue today in Matthew chapter 27, moving on to verses 15 through 21. These verses continue Matthew's account of the trial of Jesus before Pilate, the Roman governor. We begin to look at this trial on our previous study, focusing on verses 11 through 14. In verse 14, Matthew writes that Pilate was amazed at the silence of Jesus toward the false accusations against him. From the other Gospels, which add more details on this trial, it becomes obvious that Pilate felt that the religious rulers had no basis for requesting the death penalty against Jesus. Jesus had done nothing to incite a rebellion against Rome. So Pilate had a problem on his hands. He wanted to please the religious leaders in order to maintain peace in Jerusalem, but he felt that he could not arbitrarily sentence Jesus to death. So he came up with a solution to his problem. Now that brings us to today's verses. And Matthew writes, Now the governor's custom was to release one Jewish prisoner each year during the Passover celebration, anyone they wanted. This year, there was a notorious criminal in jail named Barabbas. And as the crowds gathered before Pilate's house that morning, he asked them, Which shall I release to you, Barabbas or Jesus, your Messiah? For he knew very well that the Jewish leaders had arrested Jesus out of envy because of his popularity with the people. Just then, as he was presiding over the court, Pilate's wife sent him this message, Leave that good man alone, for I had a terrible nightmare concerning him last night. Meanwhile, the chief priests and Jewish officials persuaded the crowds to ask for Barabbas' release and for Jesus' death. So, when the governor asked again, Which of these two shall I release to you? The crowd shouted back their reply, Barabbas. Here with our study is Pastor Henry Harder. Pilate, the Roman procurator of Judea, seemed to be determined to release Jesus. Jesus had been brought before him by the chief priests and the elders of the people, 
and charged with a number of crimes, one being that of treason, since Jesus claimed to be the king of the Jews. Treason against Rome, which ruled Judea, was a capital offense. It called for the death penalty. But Pilate wasn't convinced. I focused on this yesterday. He wanted Jesus freed. Matthew writes, now it was the governor's custom at the feast to release a prisoner chosen by the crowd. At that time, they had a notorious prisoner called Barabbas. So when the crowd had gathered, Pilate asked them, Which one do you want me to release to you, Barabbas or Jesus, who is called the Christ? For he knew that it was out of envy that they had handed Jesus over to him. Matthew 27, 15-18 A Roman magistrate could, under certain circumstances and conditions, on occasion, either acquit an accused person who was not yet condemned, or he could pardon a person already tried and condemned. Evidently, it was Pilate's regular custom to do this for the Jews at the Jewish Passover time. Pilate was thoroughly hated by the Jews, and for many good reasons. So this gesture might help his popularity with the Jews, so he thought. He offered to release a man called Barabbas. Perhaps he was reasonably sure that the Jews would not want this man free to walk the streets of Jerusalem. Little did he know that among some Jews, Barabbas, if he was a zealot, might have been a hero. Matthew calls Barabbas notorious. John calls him a robber. And Mark describes him as a man who was in prison with the insurrectionists who had committed murder in the uprising. The name Barabbas is made up of two words, Bar, which means son of, in the Aramaic language, and Abbas, which might mean rabbi. This name might have been Bar Rabon, or son of a rabbi. Or Abbas may simply be the familiar term father, Abba, used in the sense of teacher. His name then might mean son of a teacher. He may have had good roots. There is also an ancient manuscript which calls him Jesus Barabbas in Matthew 27:16. That would be a name like Simon Barjona. It would be interesting if the full name of Barabbas had been Jesus Barabbas. Then Pilate said to the crowd, Shall I release Jesus Barabbas or Jesus of Nazareth? Pilate apparently had taken Jesus outside and showed him to the crowd. He was bound, perhaps bloody, not a pretty sight. Pilate gave them a choice, hoping they would have pity on this poor man and say, Release Jesus. The leaders of the Jews, however, persuaded the people to choose Barabbas for release. To persuade the crowd might not have been very difficult, since who would want a Messiah who looked beat up like Jesus did? That wasn't their picture of the Messiah. And to some Jews, Barabbas, if he was a zealot, might well have been a hero. The zealot movement was a Jewish religiously based organization which probably began during the reign of Herod the Great, shortly before the birth of Jesus. Jesus.
They were a fanatical group who used almost any means, including violence, deception, intrigue, force, and murder to achieve their ends of freedom from Rome. They totally rejected any ruler over Israel except God, Jehovah. They refused to pay taxes. They agitated against government officials and murdered some. They opposed the use of the Greek language in Palestine. That foreign tongue was a symbol of ungodly pagan influence and domination. During the siege of Jerusalem before its fall to Rome in A.D. 70, the zealots played an important role in that city's defense against far superior forces. If Barabbas was a zealot, as Simon, another of Jesus' disciples, had been, then he might have been considered a hero by some in the crowd. Now back to Matthew. Before this gospel writer continues with the crowd's choice, he describes what happened to Pilate. He writes, While Pilate was sitting on the judge's seat, his wife sent him this message, Don't have anything to do with that innocent man. For I have suffered a great deal today in a dream because of him. Matthew 27, 19. Here is another reason for Pilate's hesitation to condemn Jesus. Whether his wife's dream was from the Lord, as the dreams in Matthew chapter 1 and 2 were, isn't clear. Although God sometimes did speak through dreams, especially to spiritually immature like young Samuel, or to pagans like Nebuchadnezzar. Here was a pagan woman, evidently not a believer. God could have spoken to her through a dream. Or it may be, too, that her dream was nothing more than just a dream, since she might have occupied her thoughts with Jesus before she went to sleep. Perhaps it was nothing more than just intuition on her part. So for Pilate, here is another indication of Jesus' innocence. No doubt Pilate had spies among the crowd. He knew what happened on Palm Sunday, how the people thronged around Jesus and hailed him as their king. He felt safe that the crowd would choose Jesus to be freed, certainly not Barabbas, a convicted criminal. It must have occurred to Pilate, too, that why did the leaders in Israel try to pin the crime of treason on Jesus? That didn't make sense. Pilate knew that these people were not sympathetic to Rome and that they would do almost anything to be freed from Rome. Now here was Jesus, according to his accusers, trying to free Israel from Rome, and Israel wanted him executed. It didn't make sense. Pilate must have smelled a rat. I'll come back to Pilate, Barabbas, and the crowd tomorrow. There are very interesting dynamics going on beneath the surface. Clearly, God is in control, and He is shaping events to conclude His way. And His way was for Jesus to be crucified. His way was for the world to have a Savior.
production of Creative Encounters. Our mailing address is Post Office Box 848, Shafter, California, 93263, USA.